Hello, hello everyone, and welcome to Season 2, Episode 1 of Star Trek Bastet. Uh, if this is your first time tuning in, hello and welcome. Uh, if you don't know, we are role-playing using the Star Trek Adventure System by Modifius Entertainment. And we are running a time-traveling Prometheus class with a skeleton crew of young, untested officers. Now, don't see. There it is. They're already redeeming it. They already know what to do. Uh, <laughs> don't stress if uh, you can't stick around for the full session or if you missed the previous episodes. Uh, the VODs and audio-only versions are available on YouTube and most of the popular podcast solutions. However, you don't really... Yep, there we go. They've already redeemed the Q powers. There we go. Uh, the one thing I would say is that uh, you don't need to have watched previous sessions to enjoy this one. But uh, you're probably going to have a better experience if you play catch-up. But I want you to stay here and still have a fun time. But uh, the only really announcement this week, as I just sort of interrupted myself, is that we now have channel points uh, redeems for all of my games. And the chat has already redeemed both Q Powers Evil and Q Powers Good. And what that means is I start off with two extra threat for a complication. And the players actually also start with one momentum. So feel free to give that to yourselves at any point. But uh, yeah, I think we're just going to go into introductions, then we'll throw in the intro, and then we'll actually start play. So uh, let's start with the captain. Hey everyone, my name is Alex. I am playing the acting captain, Abasi. Acting captain, Kitty. Abasi. Captain Kitty. I will throw you in the brig. I think. <laughs> I think Nikhil is next. Hey everyone, uh, my name is Nikhil and I play uh, Lieutenant Selim Alexio. I'm Brian, I'm at MindOverBrian on Twitter and Twitch, and except on Twitch I spell with a zero. And I'm playing uh, Lieutenant Baylor Droxine, the Ardanan pilot of the best hat. Hello everyone, I am uh, Darewolf. I'm playing the ever lovable Dr. Kalos Cater. I am the uh, Chief Medical Officer aboard the best hat. Just trying to keep everybody alive. Lovable, are we? Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Matthew. I play Lieutenant Tirith Avarin, who is a Benzite quasi-security chief, part-time engineer. And if you don't know me by now, I'm ELH, the Game Master, and let's um, a little introduction. And welcome back. Now, normally when I start a Star Trek Adventures game, I have the players do an opening log. But since it's uh, sort of the beginning of season two for Bastet, I figured I'd do one by a certain Ensign V. So here we go. Also, yay, we've already got a hydrate too. Thank you. Ensign V's personal log, Stardate 5 to. You know what? It doesn't matter. We're time traveling. No one's going to actually check the star date. Anyway, uh, let's just say things have been a little heated recently. Uh, of course, we did find that underwater facility, which supposedly is now careening us through time to what we hope is our native time zone, or at least everybody else's native time zone. And um, everything's going to go great. Yep. 
it, it's 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 probably not. But I I got to remain optimistic because I'm the ship's counselor. So I have to tell people, yes, we will be able to make it. Yes, you are doing a good job. You are valued. Oh, my Lord. If I thought this would be this job would be this hard, I might have picked something else. Which sort of leads me to my next problem concern. Either way, I've kicked it up the chain, so it's actually the captain's problem. But anyway, uh, there seems to be some hostilities between Tavarin and Cater. I I don't know why. I I don't know why they're at each other's throats, but both of them have um, had very colorful words about one another in therapy sessions. I just hope the captain can handle them a little bit better than I can before we get spat out into whatever 2375 or 2350 or whatever. We'll we'll get somewhere eventually and log. <laughs> and we'll uh we'll start today's session uh at the ready room when uh Captain Abasi, you are messing with a data pad when a chime at your door sounds. Enter. And in steps to Varin and Cater. So Abbas is going to look up to both of them for a few minutes, not say anything, and look back to his pad. Just kind of let that question grow as to why he's called them both in. A lovely day in your uh, in your ready room, sir. Um, why are we here? When the captain's ready, he'll tell you. You are a blue-haired, condescending asshole. Can you please shut up? I don't have any hair. I don't know if you've gone blind, but... And this is why you're here. Sorry. I need to know what is going on between the two of you. He's rude. He's incompetent. I am not incompetent. I've saved the lives of members of this crew. I've kept them safe. I cured the one guy's flu. Like, incompetent? And you have a stick so far up your ass that, like, it's coming out your nose. Gentlemen. Oh, sorry. This is unacceptable. This open hostility and conflict between officers under my watch Abasi's going to stand up and actually walk over towards the one window to look out. Mm-hmm. We've been through a lot. I understand that. I know we're trying to get home. Tensions are running high. I will not and I cannot abide and sit by and watch this crew tear itself apart. I've witnessed it once before, and I've seen where it leads. Uh, Noticeably, Abbasi's ears are straight back. He is not happy. Tail flared, all that. Yep. I just want him to apologize, then. Captain, I'm sorry. I never meant to make your responsibilities and the role that you've assumed more difficult. That was the last thing that I intended. And I apologize the same, Captain. I understand you're under a great deal of pressure, and I am 
least somewhat responsible for placing you there. I um, I will do better, sir. For the sake of this crew, I hope you do. I hope all of this crew does. And because I find it funny and because the chat has given me a complication, I'm spending that complication. Tavarin, you suddenly feel very lightheaded. The room is spinning. Uh, are we, is there some kind of turbulence, Doc? And you see that Thavarin starts to slouch over and slump into the doctor's uh Break out space. my medical tricorder, start scanning him. Reason medicine, difficulty of one. I can do that. Computer. And then we get to Reason. listen to ELH put your medical terms, which everybody loves. Reason medicine. <laughs> you know what? I'm spending that momentum. let's get weird definitely have a focus hey that's three successes so that gives you two momentum hey two for one special there you go so uh cater uh what i'm gonna say is that and again i'm probably getting medical terms mixed up so if it's something else yell at me later um but there's basically a inner ear problem that tavarin is experiencing and it's actually one of those things where uh, again, I'm making this up on the spot, but maybe for his species, a inner ear problem is maybe a sign of great stress or something greater. I'll let Matthew figure out how greater, if he so wishes. Well, I, I obviously wouldn't be talking about it until you provide me some kind of assessment. Hmm. But... All right. Well... I will alert the captain. Captain, it appears that he's suffering from some sort of inner ear issue that is affecting his well, ability to, and I tap his forehead, stay awake and uh, copacetic. Um, I'm going to give him a sedative. They got a hypo spray. And can I make like a, like, a, like a reason medicine to like figure out what the right dosage would be for his species? I, I think you're the doctor. You could just do that normally. Hey, all right, cool. I'll be like, Wait, doctor. Oh, <laughs> it's the, the last doctor I have duties to perform. I can't. Well, 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 Lieutenant, um, looks like you're taking the afternoon off. A little rest would do you some good. You've been under a lot of pressure, just like our captain. And then I'll break out the hyperspray. You want to set it as two captain? I think captain actually dropped from the call. So he's very quiet for some reason. But oh, what I would say is that uh, Tavarin, you actually are feeling a little bit better. Like you, obviously you're 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 feeling a little bit of the sedative. It's got some edge to it, but it's also stopped the room from spinning. So small plus. Tavarin, oh. are you feeling all right? I was about to say that maybe you're not entirely incompetent, Doctor. Because yes, I am. Improvement. See, that was nice. Thank that you. was a nice thing you said. Kind of. We're, we'll get there. But yeah, so I would recommend taking the afternoon off. The sedative will get a little bit stronger in about 30 minutes or so, and you're going to start to feel really tired, and you'll probably fall asleep. So off to your quarters, doctor's orders. So what I'm going to do with that is I'm actually going to extend the complication to be something a little bit more poignant. I think that's the right word anyway. Uh, We'll fix cameras also when uh, the captain gets back. But the complication is going to be that uh, Tavarin, uh, basically any time we progress a major scene... Um, you're going to roll me a fitness in medicine and it's going to start low. It's going to start out at a difficulty of one, then to two, then to three. 
And whenever you fail the fitness medicine is when you go to sleep. And when I say go to sleep, I mean literally on the spot, like sleep. Narcolepsy. Doctor, this, I have, again, I'm on duty. I can't afford to be compromised. The ship depends on all of us. The crew is a skeleton. All of us have to perform to our utmost. And doctor's orders were to go to your room. And you see that Tavarin just snarls, stands up, and waits for the captain to give him leave. But uh, I'm going to presume that he does, because uh, just the captain's not here, and he'll leave. Well, actually, uh, what we could do while we're, bu we're buying time for the... Yeah, it looks like the uh, the captain's router re hard reset, so we're just going to kill time by cutting away from the ready room for a moment uh, to the bridge, where it is not uh, Avacy in the, in the big chair. I believe it is Monsieur Droxine. You are sitting in the big chair currently. And uh, yeah, everything is uh, ship shape. Everything is seems to be working just fine. Um, it's actually kind of quiet. Out of the view screen, you see sort of this swirling vortex of blue and purple light. And you've been traveling through this vortex for about two hours and five minutes, more or less, give or take. Hi. Oh hate to be that guy, but are we there yet? Uh, V? Bretha? Anyone have anything to report, looks maybe? over and says, I, I may have approximate knowledge of many things, but I can't just look out the window and go, oh yeah, we're, we're X amount of time away. Oh, okay. No, no, I was just asking. No, sorry, I a little on edge. Um, I've been listening to a lot of bickering recently. Uh, yeah, not going to go into details. That sounds sounds very difficult. I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. Anybody else? Anything more reports? Riddler sort of raises a hand and says, yeah, I still can't see. There's that. Oh, excellent, Lieutenant. Uh, let us know if that changes. Uh, that'd be because that'd be great. Well, don't sound too enthused. <clears throat> oh, no, I'm, I mean, it's just... I, I'm just I, giving I, you shit, sir. Oh. All right, listen, the, the computer keeps pinging me with vacant positions while I'm sleeping. Uh, I can't figure out how to turn off the alarm. Um, I keep turning it off and the computer just moves at five minutes. It's like I'm hitting an eternal snooze button. I haven't been sleeping well. And Verissa actually kind of turns in her chair and goes... Um, sir, you do know that as first officer, there should be a protocol for you to disable such alerts. Well, the captain could do it. Either anyone with command authority should be able to do it. Fressa, you may have saved my life. Uh, field promotion to general. Wait, can I do that? Well, I don't care if you can or not. I'm now general, Verissa. I don't care what anybody says. I'm general. Uh, excellent. I'm just gonna if I'm just gonna rest my eyes for a minute here on the bridge. If anybody needs me, you'll know where I, where I am. And that's right when the captain comes. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, 
All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna build on this scene a little bit, but uh, basically, we're gonna cut back to the ready room as I fix cameras for everybody. Uh, but more or less, what you missed, Alex, uh, was that the um, the good old doctor gave uh, Tavarin a sedative, and then Tavarin's like, "Oh, I'm on duty. I can't actually take a sedative right now." And Cater's like, "Oh, but you must go to your room and rest." And then I threw a complication that will maybe mess with Tavarin a little bit, and that's all you missed. Lieutenant Tavarin, if you are not in condition to resume duty at this moment, as the doctor suggests, go to your quarters. Uh, Captain, if I might suggest, I think that it's possible to set up some kind of neurocortical monitoring system yoked to a stimulant. Uh, maybe as soon as I nod off because of the sedative, it could correct it with through neurocortical stimulation. I don't know. I, I only passed basic field medicine. Would not recommend that. It might melt your brain, but I love where your mind's at in your head, not melted. Be a terrible thing to waste, but nonetheless, I, I, sir, please, you can't take me off, off my shift. I, I have to be here if I'm needed. You can't afford to lose a competent officer. Captain, if I may, sir, um, we're currently in a blue vortex, not really going anywhere. Tavarin taking a few hours to rest uh, won't likely be the end of us, sir. I'm forced to agree with Lieutenant Cater on this. Tavarin, I want you resting in your quarters until we emerge from the end of this portal. Once we're out, you can resume your shift. Respectfully, sir, could you phrase that as an order? You are off duty until we exit this time portal. Then you are able to resume. Yes, sir. You're dismissed. Can you do something about him and his attitude? I mean, I'll leave now, but that that mocking salute doesn't seem particularly becoming of an officer. That's, uh, sir, I'm sorry. I, I must be the sedative affecting me. I'm, I'm going to go go to my quarters it is. now. It's the sedative. Yeah. Yeah, I think at go. that point, uh, Tavar and you shamble or otherwise leave the ready room, leaving Cater and Abasi alone for a little bit. Captain? Don't repeat why I had to call you in here. I won't, sir. And You're dismissed. If I may, I thank you for bringing it to light. It may have continued to bubble until one of us did something stupid. You're a good captain. As I said before, I've seen what happens to a crew that's at each other's throat like this. I want to get home. We will, if, sir. If this continued, none of us would have. That's right about then that uh, there's a subtle rock in the ship and it immediately goes to red alert. And heading right out into the bridge. All right. right behind him. 
And uh, what I'm going to say is that uh, Tavarin, you're maybe about halfway to the turbo lift at this point, And you noticed that Droxine was out like a light in his chair when you were passing by. And uh, I think also he's still out when Cater and Abasi come onto the bridge because I find it funny. <laughs> Report. Um, I am sleeping well, sir. Uh, sorry. Um, so, so, situation. And Verissa sort of turns and says, "Well, first of all, while you were gone, Captain, I've got a promotion. I'm now general, so I would appreciate if you referred to me as such. But um, in general, it seems we're actually um reaching the end of the time vortex. Um, if I read these census correctly, we'll be out of it in about um." Oh, about 90 seconds. All right, let's prepare for the, uh, for our exit. Uh, aye, sir. Of course, Droxine jumps up, runs to his, uh, station at the con. Uh, Cater runs over to the science station. I'm assuming Abasi goes to the captain's chair, but, uh, where yep. does, uh, where does Tavarin go? Uh, Tavarin would be actually standing halfway towards the, uh, the turbo lift shaft and then seeing the officers dispersing through the various different, to their various different stations. Uh, he would turn back to the captain, sir, do you want me to go to my quarters or should I take my station? Take your station, cater, watch him. If you feel he needs to be relieved, relieve him. It'll be my pleasure, sir. Uh, just a heads up. Oh, well, if you still got to roll your untapped potential. Oh, yeah. Got to roll that untapped potential. Could matter. All right. No help. But yeah. Uh, what I'm going to say then is once everybody is situated, uh, Relore sort of shouts to the bridge. All right. Hold on to your butts, everyone. Here we go. And uh, on the view screen, you see that the blue swirling vortex turns into uh, a blinding white light, almost like uh, at the end of a tunnel, if you will. And the view screen flashes for a moment, and as it clears, you see that you've arrived in empty space. There's nothing here. It's just space all around you. That big, nice, empty void. Long-range scan. See if all I right. can pick up anything around us and get an idea of where we are. Reason, science, difficulty of two, assisted by the ship's sensors science. I got the ship. Thank you, sir. Well, that's Yikes. a complication. <laughs> Yikes. So a uh, complication is going to be, Cater, you type in a few commands into your console, and nothing happens. Huh. Captain, the uh, sensors appear not to be working. I'm going to try to remodulate the oscillating master positronic harmonic grid and see if that um. reestablishes contact. Wolf, did you roll the right? Are you in the right character sheet? Because what I, I see here is is Drox is the oh, roll was out of I might, have, I might have rolled the wrong person. Well, even even if you did, you still rolled a twenty and an roll. eighteen. I so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah, just making sure it. for next time. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I get it. I, I rolled real bad. I didn't. Huh. That was my bad. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, can I try again? I would say no. Uh, some there would have to be a change in the situation for you to be able to roll again. 
but Tavarin could attempt to track down why the sensors aren't working. Alexio, you could do a, a security scan. There are many things that, that can be done to circumvent this problem. Lieutenant Farn, are you picking up any sort of energy fluctuations in the sensor grid? I'm not picking up any long-range scan. Uh, give me a moment. I'll run some some tests on the EPS power grid. Uh, do you want me to roll for that, or should I just RP it out, ALH? Let's make it a roll, because you could get momentum. Uh, insight engineering, difficulty of two. Uh, I suspect that... Uh, it's a consequence of the power drain that the, the, the transfer that we had to implement in order to get that temporal vortex operational. We're we're running on on fumes. Uh, uh. Can you fix it? Well, with uh, three successes and getting you more momentum, yeah, you can fix it. Just a little bypass, and you're good to go. Uh, Yes, I should be able to bypass the some of the, the secondary systems. Uh, just just give me a moment. A bridge to Tamarochka? Oh, you're help. telling me something has happened. Uh, just a heads good. up, we just came out of the uh, the vortex. Uh, we're having some power problems up here, so Tavarn's going to start modulating. Just don't panic. Uh, he knows what he's doing. Does he, though? I mean, let's be real. Who's, a, who's chief engineer right now? That will be Tamarochka. Uh, which is why I'm seeking authorization for the changes to the power grid. I would have done that anyway, but whatever. As long as uh, Tavarin does not reroute power to replicators right now, we should be okay. Well, I Understood. wasn't going to be shunting any power to the replicators. Why would I not want to do that? Well, so. let's just say I was running holodeck program with hamsters, and for whatever reason, the replicators are all making dead hamster cadavers. I don't know why, it just is a thing. I'm, I'm not even going to touch that. Um, Good, I wouldn't either. I honestly mm. am thinking of just taking the entire computer core offline and starting over. Let's not do that. Not right now. Alexio, while this lovely exchange is going on, you're picking up something on security sensors. Specifically weapons fire. Uh, Captain, uh, I think that there's a fight happening nearby. I'm picking up weapons fire. Fields up, red alert. And since you're already at red alert, all that happens anyway. But, uh, Alexio, at this point, if you want to roll me a uh, reason security assisted by the ship's sensors and security. Well, and what's the difficulty on this? The difficulty on this is just a one. All right, cool. Hey, ship got you one. Yeah, we got an assist from the ship. And you got a total of four hey. successes. So that's actually going to get you, what did I say? Two Difficulty two, so two momentum. Yeah, I got good news and I got bad news. Which, which do you want first? Bad news first. Well, bad news, bad news is um, you're pretty sure that's two Borg spheres. But um, good news, there is a Federation ship out there. Just one? Just one. Oh, and possibly neutral news, it's not a configuration that you're familiar with. Captain, I think we're um, 
in the far future, and uh, there are um, there are Borg in in battle with a Federation ship. Then Mira actually turns in her sheet uh, seat and says, "Um, actually, no. I've checked star positions. We are where we're supposed to be. We're five days after we left space dock." The timeline's well, been radically altered. That's odd because this Federation ship I'm looking at, it's not like anything, uh, well, that's uh, within our computer systems. Regardless, we're going to have to render assistance. Just to give you guys a visual, and because I think at this point somebody would have put it on the view screen. This is what you're seeing. And again, for those who are not currently looking on the screen, I will describe for you. So uh, there are basically two big old Borg spheres, you know, those green, matted green, dark black, literally spheres uh, attacking a Federation ship that some of you might recognize, uh, specifically because its sort of namesake is the USS Titor. And from what you can tell, uh, it is a unknown ship class, but for the sake of the audience, it is a premonition class. Now, for those who don't know what a premonition class looks like, basically, you're going to take a sovereign class and you're going to give it a third sort of almost Luna-like or um, Nova or not Nova, Nebula-like pod that sort of stretches uh, back from the top of the saucer section. And it's... um currently sort of spinning in space uh it's got minimal shielding its powers being drained it's um it's not in a good spot right now captain recommend we hail and assist agreed open the channel of course there's that chime of the channel opening This is Lieutenant Abbasy of the USS Bastet. Do you require assistance? And uh, a voice comes over, which uh, I won't spoil the mystery quite yet, but it's a familiar voice for reasons. And the voice says, I, all right, well, whoever the hell you are, if you can get one of these spheres off of us, that would be great. Our engines are offline at the moment. We're literally sitting ducks. Right, we'll see if we can draw one of these spheres' attention. All right. And with that, I get to turn on the combat music. And we're going to go into initiative order. All right. So, uh, as is tradition, the players do get to act first. And what I would say is that I actually do have a macro for the Titor. Um, you can allocate uh, momentum to it but I'm the one that has to push the button. So you basically tell me how much momentum I should be spending on it kind of a thing. But yeah, players go first. What do you guys want to do? So I recommend that I scan for weakness against the enemy vessel to see if I can locate any damage to the sphere or perhaps a weak point in their shield. Just a... A meta question before we do that. What is our yes. range to the sphere? Is that long range? Yeah, right now, actually, no, you're at extreme range. Um, so scan for weakness would be quite difficult. Um, so you probably want to move closer before you do any of that. 
And again, if you need uh, range guidance, uh, there should be range under here. I'll just show it to everybody. Uh, there should be your movement guide. Captain, do you want to fire phasers? Do you want to fire uh, uh, torpedoes? Captain, we're at extreme range at the moment. Uh, if we could close distance, and the doctor's quite correct, detect some kind of variance in the Borg's magnetic uh, defense grid, we might be able to, well, lob a salvo of quantum torpedoes right through their defenses and strike their hull. Agreed. We need to move in closer and get a scan on their vessel. I am also going to contact Tamarochka. Mm -hmm. We are about to enter a conflict with two Borg spheres. I need you ready for any damage control. I'm sorry, did you say two Borg spheres? Two. Oh, good. I was hoping it would not be seven. <laughs> not today, it's not. But yeah, uh, you guys want to get closer is what I'm hearing. So I think that falls to Droxine. Uh, Droxine, what are you doing in terms of helm action? Uh, you can, of course, warp, uh, which will let you move up to long range. Or no, sorry, it's impulse that lets you move anywhere within long. If you want to go beyond long, uh, it does require warping. Um, but just remember that if you just want to move medium distance, which doesn't cost any power, you can use a maneuver action instead. Yeah, I don't think we need to get... If we're going to fire torpedoes, they're long range, so we don't need to move any closer than like one or two uh, units. Uh, and that'll... I mean, that's well within medium range. Hmm. Uh, I'm just hesitant to use up the entirety of the action. I think that's all I get, that's all I get to do, right? Is movement? Is uh, movement on your turn? Yes. Yeah, because movement is oh, yeah. All right. In which case, that's that is what I will do. Having heard the captain assert that he might he might want to throw torpedoes, mm -hmm. I move the ship within torpedo range. Okay. And that'll count as your helm action. So let's get rid of that green dot. And yeah, as the Bastet swoops in, uh, do you all wish to retain the initiative by either using quick to action or uh, giving me two momentum? I think that would be better saved for the scan and torpedo combination. Agreed. Yeah. Okay. In that case, uh, what's going to happen next is Borg Sphere Alpha is just going to wail on the Titor. So let's see how well it does. Uh, not going to give it any threat. Oh boy, uh, that is quite a number of successes. That is five successes. Uh, so what happens is a green cutting beam lances out from a point on the sphere, uh, penetrating the uh, dorsal section of the right-hand saucer. And let's see, that is eight, nine, ten. And the Titor has resistance of eight. So actually what you see is that the ablative armor of the Titor actually weathers the blast and the cutting beam quite well, uh, only doing minimal damage to shielding. But you probably don't want to stick around to see what happens when it's a full-powered beam. And that's going to be Borg Sphere Alpha. It is now the player's turns again. And you would see, if we're following through that plan, Tavarin actually... Uh calls the doctor closer to him and attempts to coordinate using his uh, sensor data that's being fed directly to his console 
um, in this kind of gesture of almost like openness and a willingness to, to compromise. We're in this together kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what do I need to roll? Well, uh, if you're going to be doing a scan for weakness, uh, you will be rolling a control and a science and the sensors and security for the ship. Uh, currently, your difficulty is going to be a three because you are at long range. May I spend a momentum, please? I would even take more than that. Might want to save some of it for the shoestings. Ooh, you know what? I'm going to spend a determin- I am going to spend a uh, determination here. I'm going to call upon my value open to the adventures of space. Because sure. what an adventure fighting two board cubes is. I'll just pop myself with two, uh, two already, and then I'll spend two more momentum to get. Yeah, that's right, two more. Uh, not if you're using okay. determination. Yeah, if you're using determination, it's two momentum for the fourth or for the third die. So uh-huh. you would be at three momentum uh, right now to get an extra die. Correct. I will just roll my two die because I already have two successes. Okay. And we'll just keep that. We'll just keep that five momentum, and that's control, science, with a focus, good dongle. Survey says uh, that's another. Good. So that's a total of five successes, which means you actually get two momentum back. You're actually capped the momentum. You actually have one floating momentum uh, by my count. So what do you want to do with that floating momentum? Oops, didn't mean to do that. Uh, I would like to spend it on decreasing is there a way for me like to decrease their like resistance or something um i tell you what if you give me two momentum including so one floating one regular yeah instead of it being piercing two of your next attack i will let it be piercing three done sold man with the fabulous hairdo he he doesn't have hair good I'm going to make it happen. We're going to get him a luxurious head of hair. Alright. And just to clarify, that was on Borg Sphere Alpha or Beta? Beta. Beta. Okay. So yeah, uh, if I understand the plan correctly, Tavar, and I believe you're quick to actioning and pew pew, yes? Yes. So I will try to modulate the uh, the frequency of our torpedoes to match the magnetic containment field of the Borg Sphere. Mm-hmm. and uh, in order to, to penetrate it uh, effectively. And then I'll spend, if everyone's all right with this, uh, it would be my determination and five momentum. For extra dice. full dice, yeah. Okay. Then that would be what I would do because every extra die that I buy also adds more dice if I do a salvo of quantum torpedoes. Yes. Yeah. Now that is what my next question is, is are you doing a salvo? Oh, yes. Okay, yes. then I get uh, three threat for your attack because yes. that's how Savo works. And because it is important to say, I literally have enough for a board cube right now. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. I say, we always use a Salvo. Do you actually have to ask at this point? No, not really, but I do it anyways. Maybe you'll change your mind one time. Who knows? I will also use augmented ability control to get another free success. Okay. So that's three, three, three three successes and my four dice with an applicable focus of tactical systems. All right, let's check that zero. Uh, Not a complication. So that is actually 
Well, uh, we still need uh, weapons and security for the ship, but that's already oh, sorry. I got you. five, six successes. So uh, as long as the ship doesn't roll a complication. Seven, seven was augmented. Eight now. Yeah, eight now. So eight successes. You get five momentum right back. And, um, and let's add up potential. your bonuses. Oh, yeah. Untapped potential. Could get even more. I got to roll mine. Oh. All right. So uh, let's, let's add this up. So you bought... Three additional dice, uh, your determination plus two more. So that's plus three challenge die. You're also firing firing a salvo, which, if I remember correctly, is a plus one. So it's a total of plus four uh, challenge dice to your weapon damage. Now, are you firing photons or quantums? Uh, quantums, so I spent my minor action to prepare. Okay, so quantums are four. Your security is four. That's eight. Plus the four you just got. That is 12 challenge die uh, to use your quantums here. Okay. Uh, with high yield and vicious one, right? Correct. And because it's a salvo, you also get spread. Um, okay. So with my one free momentum from all fingers and thumbs, I'll reroll those five zeros. Okay. Oh, good. Wow. All right. Well, with uh, all those effects, I can safely say that all of the resistance of the Borg cube is gonzo. Or not the cube, the sphere is gonzo. And I'm just now calculating the spread effects. So that's a total of 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21. So their shields are gone. That's, that's a given. So that's one breach. You did more than five damage. That's another breach. So that's already four breaches. Uh, spread effect happens for every effect, and it does half the damage, so that's another 11 damage, which is dealing 5 or more damage, and is, they don't have shield, it's dead, it's dead, you know what, it's dead, you've killed the sphere, it is dead, it's gone. Great so. shot, Tavarin, I slap him on the back. Well, Doctor, that'll, uh, help keep me awake, thank you, just keep doing that. <laughs> slap him on the back again and get back to my station. I barely even felt that, actually. I gotta get that man to a gym. <laughs> well, I thought uh, these Morgor were supposed to be scary. If the Varen can, can, can just annihilate one just like that, they must be uh, not, as, uh, not as fearsome as the reports make them out to be. I'd like to see you try to do better, Alexio. You know, if a cube shows up, it's your fault now, right? Me or the doctor? Uh, no, Alexio. It's for summoning it by discounting the scariness of the Vork. Oh, I, I'm I'm sure it will be fine. Uh, the doctor will do a scan and Tavarin will blow that up too. Let's focus on this other sphere first. Which, uh, for its turn, it's going to just fly on over and say hello. Guys? <laughs> Hey guys, what you thinking about, I don't know, assimilation and stuff? <laughs> but that's going to be its entire turn. Uh, what do you guys want to do next? It is the player or ally's turn. I mean, not to be outdone, the titer should totally shoot at them. Yeah. Okay. Do you want to give the titer any momentum? Yeah, all of it. All of it. So you want to give uh... me two, three extra? All of it. This seems like a. I don't think we can give them all. Idea. We can give them all of it. We could we give should. 
We can give him three to get the tighter two extra dice. Mm -hmm. They should eat it. All right, three extra. Pushing the button. And that actually is uh, momentum back for you, I think, but it is a complication as well. Uh, so that is five, six successes with a complication. So you're going to get back three momentum. Yeah, you're going to get three momentum back. And uh, they're firing quantums. So that is five, six, seven. Uh, let's see. I don't think they're really going to do anything because they have only a certain level of quantums. So I think what's going to happen is the Titer is going to see an opportunity and launch its own salvo of quantum torpedoes. However, it is not nearly as effective as yours was. Uh, it only does minimal damage to the Borg's shielding. Not quite enough for a breach, unfortunately. But it's now the Sphere's turn, and um, how you guys doing? You uh, doing all right? Yes. Feeling, feel, feeling good? Moment. Doing all right. Doing pretty good. Doing good. I feel like I'm missing something in life. It's like really like I feel like I could use some nanites. Yeah, Wait, yeah. You know what? I'm, I'm just gonna say nanites are in in yeah. That the Borg sphere is gonna gonna yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm gonna spend because I have so much threat. I'm gonna spend three threat to give it two additional die, Dude, um, which oh, it needed. <laughs> so let's see. You're going to be taking. 9, 10, 11 damage. I'm going to spend one to reroll, one threat to reroll those four zeros. Doesn't get much better. Uh, so that is 9, 10, 11, 12 damage. No, 13 damage. Uh, your resistance is six, yes? Yes. Okay, so 13 minus six is what, seven? Seven. So you're going to take seven damage to your shield, which is enough for a breach. And um, let's see where you get hit. Oh, of course, structure. Of course. <laughs> and of course, I roll an effect. Of course. Number one is going to be the captain. Number two is going to be Alexio. Number three is going to be Droxine. Number four will be Cater. Number five will be Tavarin. Number six will be Tamarochka. And I have a feeling it's going to be Tamarochka. I just, I just have a feeling it's Tamarochka. Hey! I just, I, yeah! I just. <laughs> How did I know? How did I know? <laughs> um, but we do have some good news. The chat did give you a point of momentum. So you got that going for you. <laughs> but not only did uh, you just take a blunt uh, attack to your shields from a cutting beam, and nobody knows about Tamarochka's fate in engineering, so you're probably going to want to deal with that eventually. Um, I'm going to say that the complication here is that you're also going to suffer the effects of the dampening effect. So let me count effects here. One, two, three, four. You're also going to lose four power uh, for what it's worth. Ooh. I saw you, Shizno. I see you. That's I, I just got your complication. You're good. But yeah, that's uh, that's the Borg Sphere's turn. Uh, it's the Allies' turn again. What do you want to do? I think at this point I'm going to issue a direct tax to Alexio. Get our shields back up and running. Shh. This is your specialty. Let's see what you've got. 
All right. So am I? Uh, so I'm regenerating the shield then. Well, let's uh, be clear here. Are you modulating or regenerating? Because they're two separate things. I'm asking for him to remodulate. To modulate, okay. Okay, cool. All right, so Alexio, I think this is your bread and butter. Uh, this is going to be a control security. Ship will assist with a structure security, and the difficulty on this is a two. Cool. Can I spend three momentum for two dice? Sure. And I do assist with this since I'm doing my direct. Yep, you do presence command. And the ship does what? Structure and engineering. And would my focus in command protocols Most work? definitely would apply here. Cool. All right. Um, well, I see four successes. So that means you get two momentum back. And yeah, yeah. Uh, what I would say is that your resistance automatically goes up by one. But for every momentum you now spend, you can increase that resistance by one. So you're currently at six. Or no, you're currently at seven. I'm also going to... I'm going to reroll the zero because I have cautious security now. Ooh, okay. Yeah, go for it. Uh, oh, yeah. Untapped potential. We've been forgetting. And untapped potential. So, no security. All right. That gets you another point of momentum. Another point of momentum. And then... I get threat. Yay. <laughs> and then you get threat. So... We are capped, right? So we should spend at least two. And Only two? I think that we should spend three more. Like, I think that we should really... Yeah. I, think we uh, should, I think we should spend it all. Because it stays in place until they damage us. And if we have, like... Yeah, yeah, 14, no, I... Yeah. I, I, I we have what a base of seven resistance or six uh you have a base of six and you get one automatically for succeeding so by spending eight momentum you're at 15 by my count 15 that's what i'm saying like let's go up it to gives 15. Us good chances not guaranteed mm. but good chances all right well uh, what we see is uh, we just go to, go to one of those Iborg interiors where we don't actually see drones talking to one another, but that's sort of that omnipresent voice of, what the fuck? And uh, <laughs> that's going to now be the Allies' turn as the Sphere sort of looks at what just happened and goes, I'm going to regenerate. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do the same. So they are going to modulate their shields. And uh, Shizno, it's literally just the uh, modulate shields task. It can be this broken if you let it be. Build the bulk. All right, let's see. <laughs> so yes, they're actually going to be able to modulate. Good job there. And I'll spend two momentum to give it a total resistance of eleven. And we're now back to the allies' turn, and by my count, the only person who hasn't acted, unless I'm missing someone, is... Uh, well, everybody's actually... Who am I missing? Uh, well, it's Nikhil, really, because... Or Alexia. He got ordered. Because he got ordered. He got ordered, that's what it is. That's, oh, that's right. where I'm missing. So I, I still have a move, but what is the system that's left to... Uh, what's left is internal systems or engineering. Okay. Well, I could, I could regenerate, I could regenerate our shields. Um, 
or do we need do we need power? Because I could also do power management. Uh, you're at 12 out of 17 power and 13 out of 20 shields at the moment. And also, unless I'm mistaken, we do have a security of four, so that gives you us You have two, two bridge stations, yep. Also, just real oh, quick, okay. so. uh, Genesis2001 did subscribe, and because every time somebody subs on my channel, I roll a d20, I'm going to roll it on screen this time. That way you can see what your, uh, your result is. So, Mr. Mrs. or whatever <laughs> whatever pronouns you go by, you've rolled a 20, which is bad here, but uh, good if you're playing D&D. So, take that as you will. Anyways, sorry. Sorry, you may continue. Yeah. if we, Since we have an extra security station, I can I could fire on the board ship. You could. It just would be... Yeah. It would be one higher because you're at uh, close range instead of medium, so it would be a difficulty of three. I mean, I think it's worth it to try if that's what you guys think. And I could assist because I I can be quickly, like, like just do a quick scan of their shields again. I won't give them any, like, like penetration, but I could just assist because I just helped destroy the other one. Uh, I think assist is actually a formal task. Yeah. That takes full oh, is it? Oh, never mind. Yeah. Right, I tried. I tried. I was just trying to justify it. I like where your head's at, though. Thank you. All right. Well, I mean, I will do, since we're in close range, I'll do a phaser salvo on this board sphere. It's not going to be as good as what Kavarin did. Bye. Actually, because I want to feed you an idea, I think R'hllor is going to look at you and go, Hey, uh, honey, you remember that time we went to the holodeck and we played baseball? Uh, oh, well, how could I forget? Well, you remember you when I honey? totally hit that home run and it hit you in the I face? So. Oh, uh, uh, yes. Um, it was, if that was, uh, it was uh, a pleasant memory. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, let's imagine that the sphere is the baseball. We have a bat, and that um, remains of the other Borg sphere. That's your face. Oh, this is why I like you so much, Lila. The very DPS. Mm. Now, do you actually want a tractor beam and throw the sphere? Because I, I just I want wanted to throw that idea out there. The... Yes, I want to tractor beam the other Borg Sphere and smack it into this one. All right, also, well. everybody else, mind your own business. This is this is this is just between us. Personal relationships right, have so nothing to do with any of us. That is exactly right, Alexio. <laughs> well, you and I are friends. Um. And I'll, um, the tractor beam is a control security, right? Yep, control security, and it's a difficulty of two, and you spend for the ship a structure security. Well, I'm going to adapt my determination for, um, I think whatever you got to do to survive. Mm -hmm. This is a very, um, uh, unorthodox thing that I'm trying here. So I'll uh, use my determination for those two free successes. 
All right, so you're already succeeding. Now you just have to not roll complications. Did you say structure security? Structure security, you got it. Okay. That's four successes already. Uh, And above you, you got two more, so that is six successes. That means four momentum. And um, let's see, why don't you describe what happens when Borg Sphere A hits Borg Sphere B? Um, I think that there is a scramble for Borg Sphere Alpha to try and adapt to what's happening. So we see all kinds of crazy things as this is crashing in, as it tries to reformulate and remodulate as this is pressing down on them. But um, it's, it's, it's sheer chaos because I don't think this is anything that they could have anticipated. Yep, they definitely don't know how to deal with the Federation's ingenuity because it goes careening into the sphere. There's a gigantic explosion and everything goes quiet. The red alert just sort of goes a little bit quieter as all of you sort of look around and go, huh, that was a thing. That was awesome. I go back to my console. <laughs> I run over to Riller and like pick her up and like spin her around and then hey, put her hey, back can't on her see, seat. can't see. This is totally terrifying. What are you doing? And then run back. Oh, that's great. You know, just put me right down right where my chair is. Yep, yep. This is great. This is totally. This is totally what I wanted. Uh, Captain, should we hail the Tyner? Get them on screen. And now that they're not being interfered by a Borg fleet, appearing on screen is a very familiar face for anyone familiar with my universe. None other than Fleet Admiral Ignatrix herself. And if you don't know her, hi, you're looking at her. Uh, but the, I suppose for those who don't know, um, Ignatrix is Zanette. Basically is Ignatrix, me, hello. Uh, she's just wearing blue instead of gold. But uh, Trix just sort of looks across the bridge and goes, okay, so first things first, I want to know what the fuck you did with those quantums because you saw our quantums. What the hell? Second question. You must be the best dad I've heard so much about from the October crew. I'm unfamiliar with the October Oh, I would hope so, because they're from 2414, and um, you're supposedly not. We should probably talk about this. Um, My ship or yours? Uh, You're more than welcome to come here. Cool. I'll bring a few of my officers over. Um, Consider it an official inspection. Okay, have fun with that. Bye. And she terminates the communication. The ball's on our captain telling the fleet admiral to come over to our ship. Oh, man, I thought this was going to be a boring shift. Tavarin, because I find it funny, I want you to roll your fitness medicine difficulty one right now. (laughs) Oh, boy. I've got good fitness, relatively speaking, but not medicine. Uh, I don't think you have a focus either. Well, it wouldn't matter because I've got a medicine of one. Okay, hey, you got a one. You you stay awake. Congrats. Wait, uh, okay. wait a minute, sir. Sorry, uh, just there's damage to the ship. Could I uh, could I assist Lieutenant Tambroska in engineering to get the shields back up? Uh, uh, sir, if I may, Captain, 
and forgive me for interrupting uh, Lieutenant Tavarn, but um, you should see some bed rest. It looks like you're about to fall over. Doctor's orders. No, doctor, I'm sorry. We have limited engineers available. I have to get to engineering. There's work to be done. Captain, um, permission to give Lieutenant Tavarn a uh, stimulant to keep him awake. Permission granted. Go ahead, give Tavarn a stimulant. I want you to head down to engineering along with him. Keep an eye on him. I walk I walk over to you, and as I give you the stimulant, I go, this is the non-brain melty one, and I... Thank you, Doctor. I appreciate that. And yeah, as uh, Red Alert stops and uh, you start to get ready for your uh, official inspection, quote-unquote, that's where we're going to take our break. So we'll be back in about uh, five to ten minutes, everybody. Stick around. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, if you're just tuning in, well, the uh, Bastet returned to its own time, supposedly, and um, found a premonition class being attacked by a few Borg spheres. That's totally not a ripoff of a certain mission of Armada 1. But um, long story short, the crew is preparing now for an Admiral's inspection. But before we get to the Admiral's inspection, we have a problem in main engineering. Also, thank you for the hydrate. Specifically, when Tavarin and Cater, uh, when you walk into main engineering, it's still the sort of controlled mess that Tamarochka keeps things in. But the key deciding factor in whether or not it's good or bad is the fact that there's a unconscious Tamarochka in the middle of a bunch of rocks and debris. And as soon as he sees that, the Varen sort of starts back and then races towards her uh, and, like, cradles her head. Tamara, are you okay? Doctor! Keep her level, and I'm gonna, Doctor's gonna run over, break out medical tricorder, just wanna do a basic scan and see what's broken. Alright, go ahead and roll me a uh, reason medicine difficulty of one. Got it. Reason Wow, that is uh, four successes, so that's three momentum. You actually have cap momentum, plus one. Sweet. Um, I would like to spend that cap momentum to... Is, would it be too far of a stretch to be like, it's just something minor and I can like resuscitate it really easy? With that many successes, yeah, it's pretty easy. All right. Um, do a quick scan. Tavarn. She's going to be fine. She just took a bit of a bump to the head. Uh, give me a moment. Lipo spray. She'll wake up like. And Tamarochka's eyes actually start fluttering open, and she, she looks up at uh, or Tamarochka's eyes open, and she looks up at Devarin and goes, "Why the fuck are you in my main engineering? You know this is my space." Took a bit of a tumble. Don't ever change. I took a bit of a tumble, but you're fine now. Just. Well, is that what no, my head is? Why, why I'm seeing blue? Oh, yes, no, sorry. No. It is just this blue buffoon that does not know how to carry me. I see where he gets it from. All right. Um, great. Well, uh, we got a ship to fix. I'm going to stand no, here. No, seriously, what the hell happened? I was rerouting power. Next thing I know, I am waking up here. What, uh, did we win fight with Borg? I can only assume that we are not drones, so... They want you to think. That's an irrational assertion, Doctor. Uh, but uh, we successfully warded off two Borg spheres. Yes. Oh, 
Okay. Um, what are we doing now, then? We didn't ward them off. We, we fucked them up. They're dead now. Okay, that still doesn't answer my question, though. What are we doing now? Well, we need to restore power and shields in case more Borg show up. Oh, oh, and there's an admiral person coming over? I don't know. She was blue or something. No, that's um, not our concern. Okay, wait a second. You say admiral is coming? I don't know, some sort of fleet person? I was really bad on rank. Well, shit. If, if When is admiral coming? How long do I have? I don't, I don't know, like like some minutes or something fuck what am i doing here and she like bolts up right and just starts running and just gathering things up and like frantically cleaning you uh Kader, whatever fuck name is grab that there run it over there tavarin you do something i don't care what but we need to fix this mess You know, if you just kept this place a little bit cleaner normally, you wouldn't have to do this. I wasn't expecting Fleet Admiral. There's big difference. Uh, That's the name. Admiral Fleet. That's the one. Speaking of Fleet Admirals, uh, we're going to now cut to the transporter room, where uh, I'm going to say, because I find it funny, uh, Abbasi and Droxine are there, but Alexio has the honors of actually doing the transport task. Oh, jeez. You're not there yet. But yeah, uh, as a point of order, uh, Abbasi, dress uniform? Yes? No? I don't know if we would actually have dress uniforms. Straight white men are the most healthy. I mean, potentially. I'll let it be your call. Uh, sure, why not? Okay. Ooh. So I'd like to imagine then that your uniform is probably like first contact or uh, what, what, nemesis where it's that sort of white uniform with the, the nice jacket and it actually looks really spiffy. Uh, Alexio, Abbasi, Droxine, you're all in this sort of white spiffy outfit. And um, at this point, you're just sort of waiting for the signal to beam them over. Remind me to set my uh, replicator to less starch. Well, the, I've never actually used uh, one of these transporters before outside of the academy. So if, uh, if the admiral comes over with like two heads or something, uh, just just know it's because uh, because uh, I'm a little rusty. I'm second guessing my decision to have you do this now. <laughs> well, the good thing is there's no one else to do it, so uh, not really, uh, not really much to much to worry about there. No, I think there's still pretty much to worry about. <laughs> then it's right about then, Alexio, that you get that little beep at your console that signifies that the re the admiral is ready. All right, and what is the transport desk? Well, it's the most difficult role in the game because it has a billion rules, but uh, we'll break it down. You're rolling a control engineering, and the ship okay. is assisting you with sensors engineering. Starts at a difficulty of one. You're in the transporter uh, the transporter room, which means it's now a difficulty of zero. The task to beam from point A to point B is both destination and the target are on a transporter pad 
So really, you're just rolling dice not to roll a complication. You could do that, right? 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 right. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah, you're good. So materializing on the pad are three individuals, which if you're knowledgeable in the ELH cinematic universe, you know who these are. But for those who don't, I will describe them in turn. So, uh, at the very front of the group is a eight-foot-tall, red-skinned, golden-horned, white-haired, almost Amazon of a woman, uh, a cornet, if you will. Uh, She materializes, and you see that already she has in her hands a phaser rifle Type 3. And she wastes no time in stepping off of the pad and not going towards you all, but going into sort of that back room that all transporter rooms have, and she's kind of like looking back and forth, you know, sweeping the room. And as she does that, uh, the next individual, uh, Master Chief Hylong, uh, Hylong is uh, about seven foot tall, uh, has a very prominent scaled tail, uh, has more imposing horns than Ember does, and in general sort of has these like fin-like ears and uh, reptilian golden eyes. Uh, that fits with her messy white hair. And uh, she just sort of calls after and says, Ember, dear, we don't need to do that. They're friends. And Ember kind of call back, calls back and says, Listen, we, we don't know what the hell these people are doing. They they could be shapeshifters or some such. And then we come to Ignatrix herself. Uh, blue skin, wings, multicolored prismatic hair, etc., etc. And the fleet admiral just sort of sighs and goes, All right, calm down the both of you. Uh, you, uh, sort of steps down and holds out a hand to Abbasy. I'm taking your, the acting captain. Abbasy reaches out to shake her hand. That's correct, Admiral. Uh, Lieutenant Abbasy. Hmm. And, and she sort of turns to Alexio and Droxine. I don't know your names. Uh, I'm Lieutenant Droxine. I'm the acting first officer Hmm. Uh, and lieutenant alexio here and uh just for full transparency i actually am a shapeshifter and Uh, ember uh, almost like leap past droxine and like gets up right in your face and says are you a changeling or a cameloid Uh, a cameloid okay we're good and she backs off just didn't want you to figure that out later and think uh think i was hiding well it's good because if you were an actual changeling i'd just shoot you on the spot principal and all that and the yeah, fleet admiral just sort of fair. sighs and face palms and says great we're off to a lovely start anyway um acting captain how would you like to begin this tour whatever you're interested in seeing first that's where i'll bring you I have many things I want to see about this ship, but I get the feeling you're running a skeleton crew, if what I heard is correctly. Let's, um... Let's take a tour of the bridge. Let's let's go to the bridge. Let's see what's going on there. Of course, if you would follow me. Alright. And as the group of you proceeds to the bridge, uh, we're going to cut back to main engineering because... If you thought you were going to get away with just a few quick little roleplay bits, uh, no. Uh, we're going to turn this into an extended task. And uh, if you fail this extended task, you're uh, not going to be able to clean up main engineering before the Admiral gets there. 
So uh, in terms of ex extended task, it's actually not that bad. Uh, it's just a work track of 10, a magnitude of 3, a base difficulty of 3, no resistance. And uh, the role here is fitness and engineering. And what I would say is that for every attempt, it's two intervals, which means 10 minutes. You can spend one momentum to make it five minutes instead. I just have a, a quick question. Is yes. it because they're trying to fitness engineering in all the in all the crawl spaces? <laughs> I mean, they're trying to stuff things in the crawl spaces, yes. The Admiral's not going to check those. It's fine. Ah. <laughs> uh. Sorry. Ryan, right. Proceed. Ryan, no. <laughs> I do have a question as well. Yeah, sure. What you got? I'm assuming that my coordinated efforts talent means I have to be the one helping. Yes, but you would also have to somehow be helping them over combat while not giving away to the Admiral. Yeah, I'm not doing that. Uh, I would suggest that Lieutenant Tamaroshka take the lead while I assist the doctor is probably not going to be able to do anything here, given that he's not the most hale and hearty individual. Like I said, he's got to go to the gym. But, uh... Well, uh, why don't we have someone roll for Tamarochka then? Uh, you do have six momentum. I would spend one for the uh, interval immediately. Okay. The last time I rolled for Tamarochka, I got a complication. I am not doing it. <laughs> Fitness engineering, you said, yes? Yep, fitness engineering. Uh, yeah, let's, I mean, let's spend three momentum and give her four dice. Okay. I'm going to guess that none of her focuses really apply to cleaning up engineering, though. Probably not, no. Oh, I mean, unified field theory, that should... Mm, no, <laughs> no. But she's unifying the mess. No. All right, well, that's two successes. Uh, Tavarn doesn't assist, so I think what happens is 10 minutes go by and you've made no progress. How is this possible? I, we've been moving things around, and yet the mess remains exactly identical. What have you been doing in this engineering section? Okay, you remember the problem I told you about replicators? Yes, I don't well, see any small mammals corpses around us so I had assumed that you'd fix that well yes I did fix it but I did that by making coffee mugs do you see all the coffee mugs around here you look around there's like 50,000 of the damn things Cater picks up a box and goes also why is there a box of dead hamsters okay that we need to, we need to reclamate but the coffee mugs I mean some of these are, tr are collectibles we should, we should keep maybe keep a few ooh I if like you, this one it can't be a collectible if you replicated them. That defeats the very nature of a collectible. Oh, listen, if what people says... do not know what is replicated, then we're good. The molecular signature... Look, I don't have time to deal with the, the simplicities. You're right, of... here, have this yes. box. And she just throws a box Thanks. at you. Yeah. This one says world's best doctor. Why are you holding it? <laughs> oh. <laughs> what world? <laughs> And as uh, you continue that, we're actually going to go to the bridge, where just give me a moment to play a little bit of token cleanup. But Cater uh, and Tavarin are not there. Bossy and Droxine are walking in, with Alexio also there. So the turbo lift door finally opens. It was a little cramped, all things considered, because there were six of you in it. 
But uh, as you th- all step out onto the bridge, uh, pretty much the fleet admiral immediately goes for not the center chair, which you might have been expecting, but uh, she actually goes straight over to Ensign V. And uh, Master Chief Ember kind of goes over to look over Mir's shoulder. Hylong goes over to check on Verissa. But uh, they seem to just disperse the moment they got on your bridge, Captain. What are you going to do about it? I'm going to head towards the center and not retake my chair, but try and get an idea of what conversations are going on. Okay. I'd like you to roll me a insight command, please. And if you have people reading, empathy, I'm pretty sure you don't have telepathy, but uh, anything related to this conversation. I don't think so. Okay. It's only a difficulty of one, so... Uh, I'm not going to bother with any momentum. If I get it, I get it. All right. Hey, there's one success. So you get to hear Ignatrix's conversation first because she actually kind of turns to you and goes, Abbasi, you are aware you have a Q on your bridge, right? Former Q. Admiral. Okay. Pretty sure that's not a thing, but we'll continue to go with it. Uh, What's your name? And Ensign V kind of smiles and goes, uh, I, I'm Ensign V. I'm the ship's counselor. And Ignatrix just sort of stares at her for almost a full minute of silence and goes, okay, let me get this straight. Captain, not only do you have a quote unquote former Q, you made her a ship's counselor? Lieutenant Druxine's the one who assigned her the position. Uh-huh. And who gave Droxine that order? Uh, if I may, uh, Fleet Admiral, it was the uh, Bastet's uh, computer system that ordered mm. me to find a counselor. So you took a being with approximate knowledge of all things mm-hmm. and you made her a ship's counselor. Uh, yep. And Ensign V kind of speaks. I, I actually kind of like the job. It doesn't matter if you like the job or not. It's about principles. Oh, she's she's an excellent counselor. Oh. Is she? Are, are you? Uh, yes, Fleet Admiral. I, I, I actually quite enjoy my job. Oh, okay. Well, no problem there. And Ignatrix just sort of wanders back towards the MSD, the engineering station. And uh, obviously it's at this point that you... Uh, catch wind of uh, Hylong and Verissa talking, and Droxine, you're there as well. And uh, Hylong is just sort of inspecting uh, Verissa's console and goes, ah, the 23.5 console. We've swapped a lot of those out by now. Uh, have you, uh, you ever considered upgrading? And Verissa says, well, of course, but um, let's just say we don't have the parts for it. Oh, well, in that case, I mean, if you just need the parts, uh, hey, you, Druxine, you're first officer, right? Uh, yep. I mean, if Fleet Admiral says it's okay, I mean, I can, you know, move some stuff for you. Ooh, that, that'd be pretty good. I'll have to get authorization from the captain, obviously. But... Yeah, of course, of course. 
It is uh, at this point, Alexio, that you are privy to Mir and Ember's conversation. And Ember is, for lack of a better term, grilling the hell out of Mir. Um, the conversation goes something along the lines of, okay, and what was your first symbiote, or what was your first host like? What was your second host like? What was your third host like? Did you ever know any changelings? Et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You'd think this was an actual interrogation. Uh, uh, excuse me, uh, uh, Ember, but, but Lieutenant Mir here hasn't done anything wrong. I have to ask you, are we under suspicion of committing some kind of crime? And she rounds on you, almost looks down at you, because, again, height difference, and says, I'm just doing my job like any good security chief would. I understand that you apparently have two of them on this vessel. It's a skeleton crew. We all help out where we can. Um, and, and frankly, uh, you you might like the Varan. He's he he likes to get in in the faces of people the way uh, you do. But um, I feel like we're being treated like the enemy, and I don't know why. We're Starfleet, like you are. Well. What I'm going to say here is this is going to be a very interesting presence plus security opposed. <laughs> and interestingly, yeah. even though you don't have a focus, Ember has a focus such that she actually has an increased complication range. Um, so honestly, it's just whichever one of you rolls the more successes. So how would you uh, how would you like to proceed? It is a presence security. Presence security i will just make a straight roll straight roll i will oh, well. uh, not be mean and i will not spend any threat right. well she's rolled a complication which um <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say with that complication um i think ember sort of glowers at you for a little bit and then goes very well technically you are outranking me Perhaps you do know your own ship better than I do. There's at this point that Ignatrix... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, I wasn't, I wasn't trying to, to, to pull rank on you. I was just trying to understand what, what your attitude, like where this attitude was coming from. And Ignatrix sort of just shouts across the bridge. She's like that. They're all like that. Just ignore her. She's doing her thing. Well, all right. Uh, I just, you know, thought that this would be more celebratory. So, you know, we're, we're being welcomed home, right? I'm spending that complication that chat just gave me. Mir actually kind of takes out from underneath the console a party popper she was saving for just such an occasion, pops it, and Ember literally jumps from the sudden noise and is going to accidentally hit Mir in the head uh, with her tail. And Mir goes down to the ground, and Ember goes, Oh, shit! Oh, oh doctor! Do we have a doctor? Anybody? Anybody? Uh... <laughs> Droxine to Lieutenant Cater. 
You're muted. Lieutenant Cater here. No, no, no. That, that box doesn't fit in that. Okay, you guys are doing your thing. Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Cater here. Uh, uh, Lieutenant, if you can report to the bridge, we may have a minor injury. Uh, oh, thank goodness. Yep. Uh, Got to go to the bridge, guys. I'll, uh, I'll see you back. There's a hurt person, and then I'm going to bolt out of engineering. <laughs> Just, just a reminder, the admiral's here. Oh, cool. Is she, is she, she looked really blue. Is that, is she blue? Or I'm like very gray? blue. Thank you very much. Oh, she's there. Hello, fleet admiral, ma'am. Very excited to meet you. I am the doctor person. I'll be there in a moment. Boop, boop. Doctor person. Doctor person. He's very excitable, admiral. Why am I not surprised? Why? Okay, you know what, um, Captain, sidebar in my ready room. She points at your ready room. Of course. And uh, as you sort of adjourn to your ready room, we're going to go back down to main engineering because we're not going to let this just float by. <laughs> at this point, Tamarochka and Tavarin, it is just the two of you. You've not made any headway. How would you like to proceed? Okay, we are approaching this like we're first year cadets using our bodies instead of our brains. What we have to do is just transport all this junk into the cargo bay. Why are we trying to move it physically? You know, that that actually is a good idea. I actually have no witty retort to that. Why aren't we beaming things? Wait, I know why. Because do you see all the lack of transporter enhancers we have? We could end up beaming mugs straight into Fleet Admiral. The fleet admiral is not in the cargo bay. She's on the bridge. Also, I don't understand why a cater is so fascinated with blue people. We have two of them on board the ship. I honestly could not tell you. I, nice. I have nothing for this. Nothing for this. Hmm. Anyway, all right. If we're going to be transporting, grab transporter enhancer over there, put it there, and she leads you through setting up transporter enhancers. I, I, look, I know how to set up transporter enhancers. What do you think I am? A child? No, I think you're blue. It's a very appealing color. No, that was, you see, that was joke about metaphysical condition and, and depression. You know what? I'm not going to explain it further. <laughs> and yeah, uh, if you want to roll me another uh, fitness engineering, we'll see if you've made any progress here. Can I argue that this is now a control engineering because we are literally trying to beam them into the cargo bay rather than move them physically? I'll give it to you. And uh, would anyone mind if I spent some momentum on that? And would somebody get Tamarochka to assist? Okay, mm -hmm. so I will. I'll buy one extra die. Okay. Well, that's one success. Uh, you need two more. But I do have augmented, which makes one of those a complication. Even better. I love it. So two successes, and we need to see Tamarochka. Yep. All right, Tamarochka. Can you? I get don't the think success? she has a focus for this either. Nope. Uh, nope. Uh, <laughs> I know does exactly. Does that count what I... as being assisted by the ship's sensors, though? On this instance, no. No. But I think I know exactly what I want the complication to be. So as far as you're concerned, Tavard and Tamarochka. Part oh, of the mess beams away. You don't know where it went because it's not in the main cargo hold. There's no way that this is not an improvement. This is this is good. Well, you say that now, and we cut to the ready room oh, where uh, 
Avasi, you walk in behind the fleet admiral, and as if it really were her own room, she immediately beelines for the chair and takes a seat. And she says, uh, please, have, have a seat. Avasi will walk over and take a seat in one of the two on the other side of the desk. Now, do you understand why I'm doing this? Because we're an unknown currently? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because the first I ever heard about your ship wasn't through Starfleet Records of 2375. It was when one of my own fleet encountered you in the year 2415. We've never jumped to 2415. And therein lies the problem. It means you're going to be jumping to 2414 at some point, or 2415. You'd think for a Zanette I'd know time travel better, but it's more of a hobby than a focus for me. Uh, Point being, you're an unknown, and I don't like that. All we're trying to do is try and get back home or as close to it as we can. Well, if you don't mind the Borg, there's a bunch of Borg in this timeline currently. As successful as we were against the two spheres that we helped you with, I don't really see any of us wanting to remain in a timeline that the Federation, I'm assuming, has been overrun by the Borg. You're quick on the uptake. And yes, that actually is the case. That's the whole reason I'm here is I originally took the titer back in time to deal with what I thought was a Borg infestation. Imagine my surprise when I saw you. I'm at a loss as for what to say. Good, because I honestly don't have one either. But I do know what I want to order you to do next. And uh, she taps a few buttons on your desk console, and a holographic display of what appears to just be a bunch of lines intersecting. You look at it for a little bit, and you can tell that this is some sort of timeline display. And she sort of manipulates the holographic timeline and says, All right, we're here, 2375, supposedly a few days after you originally left. Here's the problem. And she scrolls all the way back to the NX era. And you see that there's a big pulsating red dot there. Someone, probably someone from the Temporal Cold War, has accelerated the signal that the Borg sent out way, way back in the days of the Enterprise NX. And that's why the Borg are now here in 2375, because they got the signal a hell of a lot earlier. So, I hope you like going through time, because I'm sending you on your first official mission to go jam the hell out of that signal and or stop it at its source. I'm not sure I would say I enjoy hopping through time, but we have become accustomed to it. Well, that's good. That's good, because I also have a reward for you, actually. And uh, she produces from one of the hidden pockets that are in all Starfleet uniforms... Uh, she takes out a case and just sort of slides it across the desk. 
and the case is about the size of like a pencil case i must still reach out and flip it open there are six gold pips inside and she explains consider it a field promotion not for yourself or not just for yourself but for your officers distribute the pips as you see fit yes ma'am but yeah let me just say this officially on the record welcome to babylon fleet you're my time ship have fun with that. We'll try. Good, good, good. So part of the reason I've been stalling is because I've been waiting for the sign that my chief engineer has infiltrated uh, main engineering at this point and has otherwise surveyed your... Um, and she pauses uh, mid-sentence as a multitude of coffee mugs just sort of beam onto your desk um captain is this normal no should i take this as a sign that things are not going well in main engineering Uh, they're going as well as they ever do Hmm. we're gonna go to main engineering now where Tamarochka has realized something very, very important. She turns to you, Tavarn, and goes, Okay, so we are now in hot shit. I literally just beamed 60 coffee mugs into Captain's ready room. And I can confirm Fleet Admiral is in ready room. Well, at least they're not in engineering, so it's not our problem anymore. Let's just... And walking in is a uh, green-hued individual with uh, kind of that Orion headband, two pigtails. She sort of looks around and goes, what the hell happened here? And Tivna, or uh, Tamarochka turns to Commander Tivna and goes, oh, um, hello, I, I assume you are part of Admiral's staff. Uh, pay no attention to mess around me. And the commander just sort of sighs and says, okay, um... Yes, I am part of the Fleet Admiral's staff. I'm Commander Tivna. Do I even want to know why there's just stuff everywhere? Well, we were in a battle with Borg, and... um... That doesn't explain why the oscillating relay is in 60 parts on the floor. Uh, No, I actually can't explain that either. Uh, Tomorrow, do you want to take a go with that? No, I actually do not. Oh, okay. That's that's very good. That's very helpful. Thank you, dear. Um, well, I can explain the coffee mugs and the dead rodents. Um, oh, God, there actually are dead rodents. I thought you were being facetious. No, why are there dead units? Why? It's difficult to maintain replicator systems on a ship when you only have a skeleton crew. Okay, you know what? I... Tivna to Fleet Admiral... Uh, yes, Commander, go go ahead. I'm gonna need a lot more engineering crew over here. Uh, okay. Um, is the doctor down there yet? Or the doctor up here yet? Somebody, where, computer, where's the doctor? And it's right about then that, uh, we cut back to the bridge... Where uh, wandering onto the bridge is none other than Mr. Cater. And at this point, uh, Alexio, have you done anything for Miss Mir? I mean, 
just um, helped like elevate elevate her head and just you know trying to be as helpful as possible considering I have no medical expertise. Hmm. Wick medical scan, which I believe was a reason, r- medicine. reason medicine. Okay. Chad also did give you momentum. Oh, you guys are amazing. I'm going to spend it. Um, what's my difficulty? Difficulty is only a one. Sweet. Hey, that's three successes, which means uh, you get two momentum back and don't forget to roll on tap potential. Hey, threat for me. Yeah, just you a light concussion. Way. Easy to handle. All right, I'll give her. Uh, I'll give her a little wake me up. Boop, 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 boop. I'm gonna lean over to uh, Alexio and be like, "I've done so much doctoring today. It's awesome." Wake He's actually pretty good at this. This. Uh, this part. And as Mir wakes up, Ember just sort of folds her arms across her chest and nods and goes, "Hmm, you have good skill. Better than certain holograms I have issues with." That seems a little like hollowist. But well, know. yes, you should never trust a hologram, ever. Why? My best friends are holograms. Oh, uh, oh dear. And is at so, this point uh, that Hylog notices where the conversation is going. Just ignore her, for the love of all this holy. Just ignore her, or tell her to shut up. You do have rank on her. Shut up. Uh, Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. For the record, let's avoid telling any of the Emerald staff to shut up. Uh, please kindly ask her to refrain from speaking any further. Kindly shut up. Oh. Kindly shutting up. I. Thank you. I salute, and then I'm going to help Mir to repeat slowly. And as you're doing that, uh, Relor sort of does the funky chicken to try and get Alexio's attention. Alexio Relure wants to talk to you. She's doing a dance thing. Uh, you you know you don't always have to do that dance uh, to get me to notice you. Well, that's how I know you're in the room because you always respond to the dance. Fair, fair. It's 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 very cute when you do it. So, um, you, you're gonna come over so we can have a whispered conversation or? Am I just going to sort of keep doing this like an idiot? I could sit in here and watch you do that all day, but I'm coming. And once you're in range, she sits back down and sort of leans in and whispers. Um, do you do you think they might be able to do something for my eyes? I think that they might be able to help, but I don't know if they're going to be willing to. So far, they've been a little aggressive towards us, really for no reason. I think that's just just the red one. Um, Ember, was it? I, I, I don't know. I can't see her. Do you... Do you want me to ask them for you? I, I'd, be, I'd be happy to uh, once everything sort of settled down a little bit. Yeah, yeah, um... That that would be really nice. Uh, absolutely. Um, I I I'd be I'd be happy to to handle that. I'm just well. I just thought we'd get a 
better reception, you know, that so far they've just been a little in, insulting. And uh, I think at that point, Hai Long is actually going to stop what she's doing with Droxine and Verissa. He's going to say, um, just one moment. And Hai Long will walk to the front of the con station, lean in and go, you'll have to excuse Ember. She's a cornet. They're very violent, uh, very impersonal, kind of their whole thing. So I do apologize for Ember. It's not just Ember, though. Uh I've been sensing some judgment from the Admiral, and and look, I know we're rather scrappy, but we're a bunch of cadets straight out of the academy who just so happened to be put in a very precarious situation. And all in all, I think, you know, the captain's done a the acting captain has done a pretty good job. I mean, I don't know. It's just I'm feeling oddly uh, defensive here. Troxene, you were saying? I-, I served on a ship before this. How does nobody remember that? We We saw that ship. Well, be that as it may, um, the Admiral does this to everybody. It's kind of her thing. And she does it because it keeps people on their toes. I mean, listen, you don't have to be on the same ship or station as her all the time. So consider this a blessing. Haven't you ever heard of a shakedown, Droxine? Like, they're, they're shaking us down. What? Why are you shake. telling me about it? I just, I, you seem surprised. I thought you served on a ship. Apparently. <sighs> Doctor, we'll have to discuss this later, I think. That's fair. First officer, thank you, sir. Is at this point that the ready room door opens and says, if the doctor's out there, send him in. Ooh. <laughs> I uh as I as I go in, I'd like to spend a momentum to pull a world's best fleet admiral mug from my pocket, and I'm going to present it to her as a gift. On behalf of the entire Bassett crew, I would like to present you with this collectible mug. It is a uh, it's one of a kind. And I will place it on the desk, brushing aside a few cups that collapse to the ground. Maybe one shatters, and I place it in front of her. It's an honor to meet you, ma'am. What? What? It's your coffee. You can drink out of it. The old earth tradition. Why? Obviously, what the hell is going on in your crew? I wish I knew. I'm spending two threat for the end of game complication that it's right about then that a floor tile, or not a floor tile, a ceiling tile drops from the ceiling, missing the fleet admiral, but dropping out of it is a Talarian hook spider. And Ignatrix just sort of looks <laughs> at it and goes, okay, so you also have a Talarian hook spider infestation. Good job. About Six of my ships do. So not a big deal, but um, you want to help me, you know, kill this thing? Scree! Scree! Yeah, we're going to kill you in a moment. Calm down. Scree! No, Those shut up. Those haven't been here. And I think it's at that point that that's where we'll end today's session. 
I was sitting on that mug gag for the entire session since the mugs were mentioned, and I was like, I really hope I meet the fleet admiral because I'm doing it. You made her speechless. Good job. <laughs> uh, so what'd you guys think? Uh, I know that was our first uh, time with the uh, point redeems, but uh, what did you guys think of it? That was good. Very good. It's very I... amusing to watch chat and see it kick in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. Yeah, I want to say thank you to everyone that tuned in today. We had a, a pretty decent turnout, and mm-hmm. uh, we really appreciate you guys like interacting. I, as a player, do watch the chat, and sometimes you guys are like, oh, they did that thing. You were like, oh, they noticed us. Notice me, senpai. Notice me. <laughs> Feels good. So we appreciate you guys. Yeah. Meow, meow. That, there it that is. we do. That we do. All right. Well, uh, this is where I'm going to end the YouTube recording, but Twitch stick around because we're going to raid somebody. So YouTube, bye-bye.